Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 122 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to recap the recent matchup between her Texas A&M Aggies and my Mississippi State Bulldogs. And Melanie is going to tell us, y'all imagine this, she's going to tell us all about a beauty product that she has discovered that she loves. It's going to be fantastic. Before we get to all of that, though, I want to take just a second to tell y'all about FabFitFun. Melanie and I have grown to not only enjoy, but I dare say to anticipate and to look forward to receiving our FabFitFun boxes in the mail every season. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box. And that seasonal subscription box has full size, like regular old full size, not little teeny tiny things, full size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. So this this last time in the fall box, we had a vegan leather vents Camuto tote. I had a teapot in mine. There were Glam Glow bubble mask and there was a beauty blender and that was really just the tip of the iceberg. You don't want to miss out on these, y'all, because they do sell out fast, and it's a great way to discover new products that you might not buy on your own, but you certainly will go buy them after you have had a chance to try them. These boxes retail for $49.99, but they always have a value of over $200. So, if you would like to try one, if you would like to enjoy the seasonal subscription wonder that is the FabFitFun box, just go to fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO so you can save $10 off your first box, which will make it only $39.99. That's fabfitfun.com and use the promo code BIGBOO to treat yourself and enjoy some FabFitFun fun. Alrighty, y'all. Here we go with episode 122. As always, we're so glad you're here and if you're here you are home hey everybody this is sophie this is big mama hey it's melanie it's big mama and we are officially on the other side of our annual football rivalry yeah the big boo bowl and once again let me say this year it 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 veered to the boo side of the big boo bowl (laughs) it was the boo bowl (laughs) here's the deal okay so everybody needs to know because they don't appreciate and i feel like people were like tweeting and like oh i would love to know what y'all say i'm going to tell y'all that before the game started (laughs) sophie texted me a concession speech like (laughs) congratulations on your win tonight, whatever. And I knew, I knew like, you know, I thought, no, ma'am, I I am not buying this. I do not think this is the way it's going to turn out. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. It wasn't that I necessarily thought we weren't going to win. I just certainly was not certain that we would. 
Um, and as it turns out, that was a correct assumption. I just think that anytime you go into Starkville, and I thought this was great because they wrote this up on Texags after the game. Anytime you go into Starkville, you're dealing with a real SEC team. Like y'all been in the trenches of the SEC for a long time. So y'all are going to play some defense and y'all managed to get your offense clicking. And that was just a bad combination between that and the Cowbells. It's just, it's more than really one team can handle. It was a lot. Well, I will say, I did not think it would go well for the Bulldogs. That was my, that was yes. sort of how I felt on Saturday. And that is why I texted you ahead of time and said, congratulations. <laughs> um, but, but here was, here was the merciful piece of this whole thing for me, at least, was that I saw the very beginning of the game. I knew we were up seven to nothing. But then David and I went to a friend's birthday party Saturday night and where the party was, we didn't have any cell service. Mm, Okay. So I had no idea what was happening. And I even asked one of our friend's kids, I was like, hey, is your phone working? Like, can you tell what the score (laughs) of the the state A&M game is? Well, then we found out one of the, one of the kids found out that it was that y'all were up at halftime. 10 to seven. And so I was like, okay, well, here we go. But then right at the end of the party, he said, um, Hey, there's 40, 43 seconds left and y'all are up um, 28, whatever it was. I don't know, but it was, was it 28 to 13? I don't remember. Cause Nick Fitzgerald ran back that last touchdown that really was the icing. It was like, well, now it's over. Now we're done. Yeah, it was 28 to 13, I think, in the end. And so um, anyway, so he said, you know, there's only 48 seconds left. So I'm here to tell you, I think that's the way to watch a game is (laughs) to go away. (laughs) It's much, yeah, it's much less stressful. It's so much less stressful. So the whole way home, I was like, you know what I get to do when I get home? I get to watch the football game on the computer. Yeah. And... And, and just enjoy it knowing what the outcome is. And so I may have found myself a new game watching strategy. Yeah. Just, I mean, we were, we were so far removed from it. It was so anyway, so I did watch it Saturday night when I got home and then, um, and I was really proud of us one for our, our defense played great. And uh-huh. then two, I felt like our offense did finally find a way to score some points, but I have to say, I think that, that Kellen Mon is, it's going to be, like, I think he's going to be a really good football player for y'all. I really do. Yeah, I I, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I laughed because there was one point in the fourth quarter where like Nick Starkle and Kellen Mond were both talking to Jimbo Fisher. And I asked Perry, I said, do you think he's telling him, look, I wouldn't have recruited either one of you guys, but you're what I've got. <laughs> but <laughs> we got to make this thing work somehow. We got to make yeah. it work. Here's uh-huh. what I think. And and honestly, like there have been years like uh, two, let's harken back to the 2016 game when A&M went into Starkville in the top four in the college playoff and the world was our oyster and we lost by right. what was really, let's be honest, not a very good state team that year. You know, like that, w- that went way beyond expectations. This year, I feel like the SEC is so weird when you look at, because other than Alabama, you have, okay, so y'all lost to Kentucky. We beat Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Y'all, you know, y'all lost to Auburn. Did y'all no? Y'all beat Auburn, but then beat Auburn, Auburn. Yeah, y'all beat Auburn, and then but then Auburn beat whoever. You know, it's just there's so much. But here's why it did not devastate me, and I really was pretty emotionally detached from it. Was 
this team, this A&M team, God bless them. I think Jimbo's working hard to get his system in place. Mm-hmm. But I just think this game exposed our lack of a secondary, which we knew was a glaring problem. And I feel like our defensive coordinator has done a good job of covering for that in the past. Okay. But I feel like Moorhead, and I feel like he went into it and he was like, I'm going to expose that secondary. And he sure enough exposed our secondary. I mean, I think there was like, y'all scored on like a third and 21, a third and Mm -hmm. 14, a third and. um, So I think it exposed what this team's weaknesses are. So if there is a, if my glass is half full, what I'm going to say is I feel like Jimbo Fisher was able to really look and go, okay. Now I know exactly what I'm working with. You know, like I think the Clemson game, I think we came out and we were so fired up and it's the beginning of the season. But I think you get into that grind of the SEC and I think it separates kind of your your men from your boys a little bit. Well, I, um, I, I will say it was helpful that our receivers caught the passes like it mm-hmm. was. You know, yes. I mean, the Nick three actually to them. That was that was helpful. That was that was a bright spot. I think our defense is the best thing we have going. And so, yeah, you know, they played really, really well. And and you're very kind to say that, you know, when you go into Starkville, and it can be a tough place to play, but but our team has been so inconsistent that I think it was hard to, to think that this was going to be, that this would not be a disappointment. But, yes. I'm, yes. you know. Yes. Anyway, I told you, you can hold my, my concession for another year. Well, and, and there will certainly be a time when it is, um, when it applies, no doubt. Well, at some point it's bound to, I mean, it hadn't applied for the last three years, certainly, but, (laughs) um, but at some point it is bound to come in handy. And, and here's the other thing I do think. I love our team and I love Kellen Mond and I think Jimbo's building a great thing. So I felt like to me, sometimes I get mad. I get more mad after a game like that when you go on like tech sags and everybody's like, Kellen Mond's terrible. Jimbo, he's a waste of money. We should have whatever. And I'm like, people, Nick Saban went seven and five his first year at Alabama. Like it takes a while to build your culture and your team and get your players in that you want and all that stuff. I don't like that whole burn it down mentality after one disappointing loss. Cause I'm like anybody who really thought that we were going to go nine and two this year. I think that was overly optimistic. I mean, that's yeah. great in theory, but yeah. I just, I think it's, it's, it, I just don't think that it was a very, ever a very likely scenario. Yeah. I tend to, to think, can we, can we give college football coaches maybe more than three seasons to build a dynasty? Yeah. It's, we're so impatient and and I think there is this sort of revisionist history. Well, look what Saban did at Alabama, but listen, I was there when state beat Alabama the first year uh-huh. he was head coach. And we, there's so much clicking. Oh, I'm so, so, I don't know why I'm not doing anything. Do you have bracelets on? No, I have nothing. I have no jewelry on. Like it's like, it sounds like, like some, like a little castanet is clicking. Like I don't, I, I, maybe I it's don't my know. castanets I, I, that I'm clicking. But I can tell by the way the sound waves are going, there's not going to be any way for me to edit it out. Oh. I don't know what, to, it's a, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, like I'm not making any noise. Now it's not doing it. Okay. Now it's, per, it's perfectly quiet. Okay. Well, I'm going to just stay like this with my hands out to my side. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I clicked, I clicked clicking, clicking my castanets. So hopefully now that sound will stop. <laughs> Did you put your castanets I put, away? I put my castanets away. I thought it would be a nice addition, but now I realize it was not. 
Um, okay. The, so all that to say, I think that, you know, I was there when Saban nearly had an aneurysm on the sideline at the stadium and was trying to work with Mike Shula's team and that whole thing. And so you cannot underestimate what a difference it makes when a coach is working with the talent he recruited yep. and he has fully implemented the system that he brings to the table. That's a, you know, and people, I think people have been too impatient with Joe Moorhead at, at state, you know, yes. well, this was a huge mistake. Listen, mm-hmm. ha- how about he doesn't, he didn't get to pick any of the players yes. that he's working with this year. Like mm-hmm. he, he didn't, he, you know, he might have chosen different people to fit his system better. So, yes. so simmer down, everybody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's give it some time. Let's give it a little bit of time is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, when you look to me at like the recruiting class that Jimbo's building right now and everything that's going on, I'm like, good times are still ahead in Aggieland. Yes. Like, we Listen to it. Yes. yes. There are. Yes. But here's, I'm going to give Mississippi State about the highest college football compliment I can give right now, which is I think that y'all will be able to hold Alabama to less than 50 points. That's that. I think your defense, I think y'all will be the ones. I think they may only score. I know. I think they may only score 45 on you. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you. So listen, thank you. I have goosebumps. I'm so (laughs) encouraged. Y'all will the be the ones. Yes, mm-hmm. y'all will be the ones. It's so far A and M has had that where they're like the team that's played them the closest was Texas A and M. We held them to I think forty nine points, but I think y'all are going to do better than that. Well, thank you, thank You're you. Welcome. I I have high hopes. I have a friend. He's a big LSU fan. He was going to Baton Rouge this weekend, and I I was I mean I understand why as an LSU fan you'd want to go to that game, but there was another part of me that was like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? But mm-hmm. but I'd rather uh-huh. go to down there to watch him play than to Bryant Denny. Oh, yes, As ma'am. you know, That's I'm never returning truth. to Bryant Denny. Yes. As, as I live, I'm never going back. You're never I've going made back. A, I've made a pledge. I've made a pledge in my heart and to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody blames you for that. I think that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Well... So I guess we move on. We play Louisiana Tech this weekend for homecoming. What do y'all have? We have Auburn at Auburn. Okay. That could be a great game. It could be be a a great great game. game. It's going to be interesting, number one, to see how we rebound. Number two, to see which Auburn team shows up. Um, I don't know. It's just it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, in the history of the Auburn A&M matchup, the home team has never won that game thus far. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? So um, they've beat us every time at Kyle. We beat them every time at, I can't think of the name of their stadium, Jordan Hare. So, yeah. Well, uh, hey, listen, I wish you would come here some at some point. Auburn, you know, it's one of my favorite places to go to a football game that's not startful. I know. I think and, that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, it really is. And it will remind you a lot of A&M because it's a, it's, it reminds me a lot of Starville. Like it's a, it's a, this campuses I think are similar, just ag schools and all that. But if you ever decide you want to, I, I, I enjoy a game at Auburn. Yeah. So. I think that would be fun. You know, Caroline, they had a college fair at her school last Friday. And I said, I asked her after, I said, what, what tables did you go visit? And she said, I went to A&M, I went to TCU and I went to Auburn. Those were her three that she chose. I know. I know. Oh, I just I set know. up a little struggle. <laughs> she could end up in your uh, neck of the woods. Yes, oh. if she were to end up in. What if she ended up at college with some of the girls that I work with? Wouldn't that be crazy? 
Oh, it, you know how I like a connection, a thread. <laughs> I'm aware. I, I would, I would make, listen, I would make that more about me than is even healthy. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would be so tickled. I would drive her crazy. She would say, Miss Sophie, Sophie has another small group meeting for us this <laughs> Thursday night that I have to go to. I, well, I, I won't listen. Who knows what will happen, but that would be, I mean, it's just like I told you, if she, if she somehow ends up playing soccer in the SEC, mm-hmm. like I will be beside, my, I've told David this, I was like, I would be beside myself <laughs> to be able to drive to Tuscaloosa. <laughs> And go watch Caroline Shankle play soccer. Like, I would be beside myself. I know. It would be so fun. It would be so fun. Of course, right now when I'm like, so do you want to play college soccer? She's like, eh, maybe. Like, well, yeah, I'm just, I could drive to Vanderbilt. I could drive to Startville. I could drive to Oxford. I could drive to Auburn. I could drive to Tuscaloosa. I mean, you just think about all the, all the places I could watch her play soccer. I know. And then you'd become, you'd be like for soccer, like that woman that sat behind y'all at the uh, Mississippi State women's basketball game that knew all the girls by name and called them all. Remember? That would be you, but with soccer. Victoria. Yes. Yes. Be like, oh, Rebecca, why were you offsides? What are you thinking? Blair, don't do that, Blair. Don't. Um. I can't, this is what, this is where it's fun to think of what the future might hold. I know. You never know. Well, as far as, um, as far as life outside of, of college football. Yes. Anything, anything going on? Well, I think uh, I've, I put it on Instagram and I'm sure most people know by now, but I, I just have to rejoice in what the Lord has done. Um, I was able to purchase for myself the Sam Edelman Camellia boots. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say what I what I texted you when you told me. Mm-hmm. Won't he do it? I Won't mean, he do it? That's what I'm saying. And you know mm-hmm. that came, hadn't I just texted you and said, we're having a hard week. I feel like we really need a win. I feel like we really need something to go our way. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say that wasn't what I expected it to be. <laughs> and I don't even know that that felt like a win for everybody in my house. But for me in that moment, in my emotionally mm-hmm. fragile state, it felt like the Lord still sees. I felt like Hagar uh-huh. in the desert, the Lord That's sees right. me. And he knew mm-hmm. that those boots, because I'm going to tell you, I no more expected those to show up at the rack because I assumed they were sold out everywhere forever. And so for people to start texting, and here's what warmed my heart, is I can't even tell you how many Instagram DMs I got of people saying, hey, this fashion blogger I follow just said the Sam Edelman Camellia boots are in stock at Nordstrom Rack. I mean, if you don't think that the internet is full of good, kind people, then let me tell Absolutely. you that you are Listen, wrong. How, how many people DMed me and said, I'm so scared Melanie's not going to see this. Will you please <laughs> tell her about the boots? See? And I mean, th- this is really what we need more of in, in, yes. our, in, in everybody's lives right now. This is what we need more of is this, yes. this level of kindness, of awareness and willingness to meet a need. That's exactly this is, right. This, they is, knew. This, is, this is the way forward in this yep. country, I believe. <laughs> I agree. And so it was so I immediately got on and ordered them. Um, and then, I mean, I'm telling you, they were sold out 
I think by midnight in everything but like a size 12. And now they're sold out in every size. It went so quick. And I put it on Instagram stories and then people got panicked that they were like, oh no, did you miss them again? Oh no, ma'am. I never even posted about them until <laughs> I ordered myself a pair. I mean, I'm no well, dummy. I believe I that's to- biblical. <laughs> you have to get the manna for yourself. I ordered those boots and then I posted about it. Because, you know, an eight and a half is going to go quick. I mean, if there's a size that's going to go the fastest, it's that. I mean, I'm not. But here's what I know. If if all that had been left were tens, you'd have gotten them and put yourself some socks up top. You would have. uh Uh-huh. You know it. You know it. Stuff those suckers. Yeah. But I'll tell you people, because a lot of people were disheartened and they were like, oh no, I would have ordered them. They're all sold out in the camel. Number one, I'm going to say, I also think that they're pretty fabulous in the black if you're in need of a black boot and they still have some sizes. And I'm going to say, because I've just been checking back on the website out of curiosity. And as of this morning, there was like a pair of size 12s that were back. So, I mean, kind of keep checking in because you never know what people may decide to return. Right. Yes. You know? I mean, don't don't give up all hope. Don't stop believing, everybody. That's exactly don't stop right. believing. So I haven't gotten mine in yet. I do. I have gotten the ship notifications, so I know they're on their way, but I don't actually have them yet. But um, it's safe to say that if you see me anytime between now and the end of March, at least I'm going to have those boots on. Well, I would. I would. Here's what I would venture to guess is that when they come in, you're not going to open that box until you're in your house alone. Oh, you know, I'm not. You're not going to open that. Like Nobody else gets to be a part of that. That's a, that's a, that's a sacred moment between you and the boots and the Lord. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> to you to thank him so for well. what he has done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then you're, you're going to walk around in them a minute in your house. I feel uh-huh. like. Oh you're yeah. Gonna, I'm going to, I've already got, listen, I'm going to tell you something. There had been a sweater at Nordstrom that I had been debating. Cause I was like, I don't know that I really need this sweater. I don't, I don't need mm-hmm. this sweater. I'm not, I'm not going to get this sweater. But then as soon as I ordered the boots, I immediately thought these boots would look so good with that sweater. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. don't think that I'm not going to put that whole outfit on immediately to see if it is all that I dreamed it would be. It'll be everything you dreamed it will be. I hope I so. believe. I really hope so. So, um, congratulations. Thank you. So that was a big moment. That was a big moment for me. The, so that was that was that. That was your win. That was your win for that the weekend. That was my win. I needed a little something. I needed a little something. And that was, listen, don't think that the Lord won't speak to you in whatever your love language is. <laughs> That's right. Because That's he right. knew. He's a, pers- He's a personal God. That's exactly um, right. Okay. So this morning at our house... Well, last night to back up, I told Alex, I was like, hey, I have a meeting at 7.15. So, and and, and I'm only like eight minutes from work, but I I like margin. You know, I don't like to hurry. I don't like to rush. I don't like, and I I really don't like to be late. So um, I said, hey, I I have a meeting at 7.15. So we need to leave here in the morning, no later than five till seven. Uh Yes, ma'am. So this morning... He, he normally gets up, sets his alarm, wakes up and all that kind of stuff. And so this morning I noticed about 622-ish that he I did not hear him moving around. So I went back and I, I don't know what he, if he'd slept through his alarm, if he forgot to set his alarm. But I was like, hey, you need to get up because remember, I've got to leave no later than five till seven. Yeah. And so he gets up, he goes, he always gets up and goes and gets his phone out of our bedroom. So, cause you know, so he can check the 479 texts that have come in yes. between the hours of, of two to 5am. Yes. And, um, 
and so he goes and gets his phone. He goes, gets in the shower, all that kind of stuff. I'm getting ready. At, at 6.50, he has not yet left his room. And I said, hey, you just need to know that I'm leaving here in five minutes with or without you. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't respond. And so then a couple minutes later, I said, hey, I'm leaving here in two minutes with or without you. And about 6.54, when it was 6.54, I started to gather my things. Uh-huh. I, um, I went and put them all out in the car. I opened the garage door. I backed out and I see him fly down the hall. Like I can see him through the side lights in the front door. He's flying down the hall. Uh huh. And, but I look at, at my phone and it is 6.55 and I backed out of my, my driveway and I left him. Oh, you did. Oh yeah, I did. I left him because I thought I have said it three times. I could not have been more clear. Yes. And I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here and scream. And so I left him. Well, I get like two houses down the street and he calls me <laughs> and he said, it's 655 on the kitchen oven. Uh, and I said, I said, oh, I'm on Apple time. I don't, I don't know about your oven time. <laughs> I'm on Apple time and I'm going to school. And he said, <laughs> like, he was like, what? Well, I, I and I was like, uh, uh-huh. see, cause I told you three times uh-huh. that, that I was going to leave at 655. And we've talked frequently about how I don't like to be late and, and, and the morning should move a little quicker than it does. So you can rely on the kindness of your father. Mm. Um, You can, you can wait until I finish my meeting. And then when I have time, I will come get you and you can take an unexcused tardy because I am not making up a reason why you're out. Um, I don't really know how you plan to work that out, but, but I'm going to work. Oh, and so. So, but here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, not not three minutes later, he texts me. I got a ride, smiley face. Uh huh. Yep. That uh-huh. that's about right. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. I didn't respond. No. So, so no. right before I was getting ready to leave for my meeting, he bust in my office with a big <laughs> grin on his face. <laughs> yep, just as pleased with himself. And uh, our next door neighbor, well, both of our ne- both of our neighbors work for the school, but one of the neighbors works at the high school like I do. And so mm-hmm. um, he's apparently ran out in the middle of her driveway, and just flailed his arms, you know, <laughs> like flagging down a ride. <laughs> so, but he did apologize and he did say that he was dumb, you know, for making that decision. And da, 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 yes. da. But I'm going to tell you something, all that to say, and I say this to to the young mamas out there you know like i have never been more certain i can't think of a single time in my whole life as a mama for 15 years where i have ever been more certain that that was the thing to do like yeah. when i tell you i had not one regret second uh-huh. thought no no worry or concern about how that would play out that that the best thing i could do for him in that moment was to leave him at home Yep. I mean it. Yep. I mean it. Yep. Yep. Because you know what they say, tough love doesn't wait. That's <laughs> true love might, but tough love does not. So, so uh, listen, listen, but it's true though. these teens, because uh-huh. that all goes into, you've got to try to make them into productive members of society. Mm. I mean, I tell Caroline that all the time. I'm like, right now you are, you are set up to be the worst college roommate somebody's ever had. If you don't learn... <laughs> how to pick up after yourself. Like 
Nobody wants your your wrappers and your price tags and your stuff all over the bedroom floor. Nobody mm-hmm. wants the other night. We couldn't find one of her soccer practice shirts for school. And I was like, where is it? I was like, did you loan it out? Did you whatever? Oh, no. We found it shoved in the back, dirty, mind you, in the back of her drawer where she keeps all like her clean underwear and socks. So I'm like, well, now everything smells because you've had this. I'm like, you need to get it together. Like, just get it together. It's you're teaching them basic life skills, which you would think they know, but they don't. Well, I trust that maybe the importance of timeliness was was emphasized at least this morning. Yes. But I like like I'm telling you, I'm doing this from here on out. Like I realize that he'll be driving in a few months and mm-hmm. I don't know what that's gonna look like in terms of our morning routine. But yes. I'm not playing around with it anymore. No. Like and I'll tell you what I didn't do. What I what I didn't do that I would have done if I had stayed here is I didn't lose my full mind. Yes. Like I didn't I was not I was not even that angry. I yep. was just like, well, you know what? Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Yeah. You got it. And listen, and that was good for him because he did figure it out. He got himself a ride. So, you know, it was it was good on a lot of levels. So he either figured out how to be on time or he figured out how to outsmart the system. Either way. Well, sure. Either way. Either way. Yeah. I mean, I was really kind of proud of him, honestly, for, for like thinking through it enough to think, oh, like... Miss Leah hasn't left yet. I bet I can get a ride from her. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. I, so, and now, I mean, now that he got an early ride too, he didn't even get a ride. He had really had to wait on. Yeah. But anyway, oh but my goodness, I sure did. I just left him. That's listen. I'm so proud of you. Kadoos to you and your parenting you. today. That was that was thank you. That was on point right there. So. Very good. I know that's, I feel like the time management with the teens is a big, cause like Caroline has to take, she has to put the trash down by the curb every Tuesday and Friday and it's got to, so she's got mm-hmm. to do it. And I really, I used to plead with her every Monday and Thursday night. Like, why don't you just go ahead and do it now? Like, why don't you just go ahead and do uh-huh. it now? And then we're not trying to do it in the morning rush when she's dressed for school and all that stuff. Like, let's do it now. That never is acceptable. It's always like, oh, I'll do it in the morning. And then every morning she'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't have time. I'm freaking out. I don't have time. And so, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, but you st- I, we've just got to go. I'll do it. I'll do it on Friday. And I'm like, no, you still have to put the trash out by the street. I don't care if you're mm-hmm. late to chemistry. The trash has That's to go right. by the street. I realize it's going to take you 30 seconds. I mean, it's not, our driveway is all of four feet long. So we're not talking right. about a long but it's the principle of like manage your time better. Like if you're going to save that to do in the morning, then that's your choice. But then you need to allow time for that. I agree. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, so another, another day, another lesson learned. That's right. Another, another hopefully um, natural consequence that will produce some level of responsibility in the future we shall see we shall see we shall see mm-hmm. hey y'all it's sophie all by myself in the middle of the podcast because i want to tell you about a couple of things the first thing is prep dish prep dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service and y'all if you have a life that tends to err on the side of busy prep dish can be a game changer because listen to what I'm about to tell you every single week after you sign up they make your grocery list for you this is basically for me everything I've ever wanted in life is for somebody just to tell me what to cook and then make my grocery list for me 
So they make your grocery list for you and then you prep for somewhere between one, two, sometimes maybe three hours on the weekend. You get everything prepped for the whole week and then your meals are ready to go. You never have to wonder if you're gonna pick up some takeout, if you're gonna have to run through a drive-through, like your meals are, are ready to go. And even better is they're healthy. They're really good for you and for your people. So here's what that means. That means that this week, if you had prepped your prep dish meals, you might be having lemon garlic baked salmon and whole roasted carrots and asparagus. Or another night you might have maple mustard chicken with baked potatoes and Swiss chard. You can customize these meals. They can be gluten-free, they can be dairy-free, they can be paleo, just depending on how you like to eat. Best of all is that the founder of Prep Dish, Allison, has a special deal for people who listen to the Big Boo Cast. You can get two free weeks of Prep Dish, a free two-week trial, just by going to prepdish.com slash bigboo. That's prepdish.com slash bigboo and get your first two weeks of Prep Dish free. This is a time saver. This is a game changer. This is a no-brainer. Here's the second thing I want to mention to y'all. Simple contacts. Listen, there are a million things demanding your time Contact lenses should not be one of them, and Simple Contacts lets you renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. So if you're on your couch, you can reorder your contacts. If you're in an airport, you can reorder your contacts. If you're at your office, guess what? You can reorder your contacts. The doctor's office is now wherever you are. It's so simple, y'all. The Simple Contacts vision test is self-guided. It takes less than five minutes. It takes so much less time than if you have to make an appointment and get to the eye doctor, take time off, sit in the waiting room. This test is designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you can skip the office visit, but not the care. The reviews for Simple Contacts speak for themselves. Simple Contacts has been rated five stars over 5,000 times on the app store. And you can text with the support team and always get to speak with a person if you need some help. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with so you don't have to shop around and the vision test is only $20 plus the contact lens prices are unbeatable. Standard shipping is free and best of all we have a special promotion for our listeners of the big boocast. Y'all I did not understand how this could work but Sure enough, I stood right here in my office. I took a vision test. Somebody looked over that vision test. They confirmed my prescription and my contacts were on the way. Really is a time saver. So for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order, here's all you have to do. You go to simplecontacts.com slash bigboo20 or use the promo code bigboo20 at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash bigboo2020 or enter the promo code bigboo20 at checkout for $20 off your first Simple Contacts order. Now, this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. We all need to be getting those, but this is a great way to make sure that your prescription is accurate and to renew your contact lens orders. I'm a fan. Alrighty, y'all. 
Here we go, back to episode 122. Well, um, now speaking of mornings, I will tell you, okay, so I got my Silas sleep mask in. I texted you, okay. I think, on Saturday night and said, mm-hmm. I'll wake up looking so refreshed that nobody will even know that this game stressed me out Saturday That's night. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I put on the Silas, well, first of all, let me say I got my satin, my silk pillowcase in. So I slept with that on Friday night. Okay. Um, and it's fine. I'm going to tell you the tricky thing about the silk pillowcase is I feel like a part of me feels like I'm about to slide off my pillow at all times. Like I can't, I'm used to the friction that a cotton pillowcase offers. I just hit your knee with that band around your head, put well, your head down on the pillow and then just your gradual, like just a slide. Just it's a slide. slide. Well, it was already, and then, so that's, that's funny that you say that because, so the first Friday night I slept with just the silk pillowcase. It didn't really do any good with my sleep wrinkles in terms of they didn't look any better the next morning. So then okay. I got in the face, the, the mask, the Sila sleep mask. Well, then you add that thing with the silk pillowcase and it is, it's like you're sliding down the pillow and, uh-huh. and here's the problem with it. So it's a headband and you can feel it. It does pull your forehead pretty tight, but it's not uncomfortable. Like when you're sitting there, you're like, well, this is not bad at all. But I couldn't figure out. So if I sleep with it, if I put the band around my hair, then I'm going to wake up with like a big divot in my hair the next morning. Sure. And I don't shower in the morning. So that's a problem. So. Mm-hmm. I've got that. Well, then I tried to put it like where the headband went under my hair, like over my ears and under. Well, then my ears started to hurt, even though it wasn't. And then I was like, well, do I tuck my ears in it? Or do I have my ears? You let flap out. Like, I was like, I can't. So (laughs) I finally decided I pushed it up enough where my hair was just a little bit up and my ears were out of it. And I had that band and I laid there and I slid down my silk pillowcase. And I was all that to say, I don't think it is meant for a woman in her late forties who is perimenopausal and prone to be hot. Cause I just kept thinking like, I feel like somebody's squeezing my head. Like I couldn't. Uh, uh, oh my gosh I know but I've told myself that maybe if I'll just wear it or so just because I hate Mm. to not get and I know it has a money-back guarantee I still am going to try to sleep with it again maybe at some point but I've also thought if maybe while I sit here and write if I would just wear it during the day maybe it would keep me from furrowing my brow maybe that would help um, but that still leaves the question of my ears. But I will say, sure. I also got in my cloth surgical tape from Amazon in the last two nights. <laughs> I feel like maybe back, I don't know, like in the 40s, <laughs> I feel like some starlets had similar conversations. Yes. About their silk pillowcases. That's right. And and their their bands to help pull their their their, their wrinkles forehead back. fold. Uh-huh. Yes. And, well, and everything old is new tape. again. Yes, That's everything right. old is new again. Well, but I will say the cloth surgical tape. I did not realize this when I ordered it off of Amazon, but the one I bought, which we can link to it, is perforated, so you can peel off like perfect about inch and a half long strips is where it's perforated. okay. It's very soft. 
I've stretched my forehead out and I tape it tightly. <laughs> Stretch it like with two hands? Yes, I hold it with my hands to where that wrinkle is gone and then I tape it tightly and securely across that wrinkle. I put now one of my Harry Potter wrinkles needs two pieces of tape. The other side just needs one. But I will tell you, I have woken up the last two mornings and it is a phenomenal difference. Like it's made okay, a well, mark, that's good. It's made a marked difference. Now last night I went to bed at the same time as Perry and I waited until he was in bed and then my lamp was still on and I came in with my two and he kind of looked at me and he goes, "What?" You're like you're like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel who waited till her husband was asleep to take off her makeup. I, and that's who. It's exactly who I thought of. I'm like I'm Midge Maisel. That's what I've become. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so I had my tape, and he kind of rolled over and he looked at me, and he goes, "What? What do you have going on?" And I was like, "But here's the thing. This is what 21 years of marriage does because he knows me." And I said, "It's tape to help my wrinkles on my forehead." And he was like, "Oh, okay. Good night." I mean, like that's uh-huh. there was no further questioning. It was just like, right. "Well, yes, yeah. it is." Mm-hmm. He knows who he's married to. That's so, right. That's right. You know, and so that's it. But he hasn't been here the last two mornings. He's had to leave early both mornings. So he hasn't been here to see how significantly better my forehead looks in the morning. Okay. Well, well, this is an encouragement really yeah. to all of us. That, yeah. And really the best solution, it sounds like, has been the simplest, least expensive one in this yes, case. The surgical tape. I got a two pack mm-hmm. of surgical tape that'll last for a long time for like four ninety seven on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I put a little bit of my, my rosehip oil on my forehead and then I tape mm-hmm. that sucker up and the tape stays. Mm-hmm. It's cloth, so it's breathable. In the morning, mm-hmm. when you peel it off, it doesn't hurt too bad. I just figure that's kind of some deep exfoliation <laughs> at some point. Does it, does it leave any like adhesive on your forehead? No, no. It's, it, it's, okay. uh, so I'm like, I really wish, it, it, had I known in hindsight, I should have tried that first before I was so quick to order the Silas sleep mask. Um, I think you can send the sleep mask back to the company. I don't, yeah. I don't feel like that's practical if it either hurts your ears yes. or you have to stick around, you have to sit around with your ears sticking out. Like I, I just, it, it feels like that's, yeah. If the surgical sleep tape works, well, then Godspeed. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I think, but I thought before this is all over, now that I know this works, there's no telling where all the various places on my face I'm going to start taping at night. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I may mm-hmm. be just shy of like a mummy before it's all over. So anyway, so that's the update. But the cloth surgical tape to me is, is the best option because it doesn't. And then once I lay down and I'm kind of getting used to the silk pillowcase, and then the the tape, once my forehead is taped, I don't feel it. Like, it doesn't bother me. Don't you feel like a silk pillowcase really is designed? Or it's like if you sleep on your back. Like, it's good to your hair if you sleep on your back yes. or whatever. But if you sleep with your face against the pillow at all, it seems like... I, I, it would be difficult for that to work. Yeah. I don't I don't know that I'm... Cr- I don't know that it's going to be a long-term solution for me. I mean, because okay. really, I mean, because I think now the tape has fixed my forehead wrinkles and I didn't really get wrinkles on the side of my face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, that's, that's it. But the surgical tape is, um, is, is a, is a good thing. So okay. I highly recommend that's my beauty. Winner, winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Winner, winner. So, um, and then I also have bought this as I add, hold on, I'm going to make sure I'm looking on Amazon to make sure I get the name right. It was of course a recommendation 
from Jamie Golden, who is my okay. beauty, you know, I trust her beauty um, recommendations. But I ordered, because, you know, my skin tends to be real dry. And so right. the rosehip oil, when it kind of cooled off here a couple of weeks ago, I was like, the rosehip oil is good, but sometimes I just need a deeper moisturizer. But Jamie Yes, I'm the same way. Okay, so Jamie recommended this. It's Aveeno. I'm going to tell you the whole Aveeno Positively Radiant Overnight Hydrating Facial Moisturizer. Okay. And I bought it from Amazon because I couldn't find it in my store. But you just do. It's real thick, but it feels so good going on your face. Like it's mm. kind of cool and it's got hyaluronic acid in it. And so you just do a layer. So it's almost like a mask that you sleep in, but it, it rubs into your face. So it doesn't feel like you've got a mask on, but it's super. And then when you wake up in the morning, like your face is so moisturized. Okay. I'm all for that. Yeah. It was, it's a good, and I mean, it's $11, I think 10 or $11. So I was like, I'm all about finding a less expensive option. Yeah, because moisturizer is a little bit of an investment. If you get, uh, you know, yeah. one of the one of the ones that you would buy at Sephora or Blue Mercury or wherever, yeah, it's, it's pricey. Yeah, and sometimes you just wonder, like, do we need all that? Like, when considering that our mm -hmm. grandmothers just use like their ponds and their oil of Olay, sure. like, you know, I don't know. I just I'd always rather find a bargain than to spend a ton of money. I mean, I'm not opposed to spending money on something, but you know, it's hard to, it's rare to me that you find something that you're like, this is worth every bit of a hundred dollars a month. Oh, right. No doubt. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's like rare. I've tried stuff that's like good, but when it, but then later you're like, I don't know that I see enough of a difference that I would repeat that. So you only use that moisturizer at night though. You don't use it in the daytime. No, it's too heavy for the daytime, but like I'll put it on, okay. like I'll put it on kind of like an hour before I go to bed. So it kind of has time to soak in. Like, I don't think you'd want to put it right okay. on and then go get right on your pillow, especially not your silk pillow, but I'll put it right. on and let it just start to sit on my face. Like it just, it, so it soaks in for like an hour, Okay, but it's very moisturizing. I would love to be your brain that that calculates, that thinks through. Like I probably am going to bed. And it's time now. It's time for moisturizer. <laughs> now it's time for surgical tape. Now it's time. Like now it's like just manages all that. Yeah, that would be that you, would be an interesting place. Well, you know who it makes it's it's I've become my grandmother. Like my nanny, mm -hmm. who was the original vain woman. God mm -hmm. rest her soul. She wouldn't even, here's the thing. She wouldn't even take umbrage with that. She would say, yes, it doesn't matter how you feel. Mm -hmm. It's how you look. But she, right, right. her bedtime, like I remember as a little girl, like her bedtime routine, I mean, and make no mistake, it was a routine. Like she would sit in front of the TV and we would watch Johnny Carson and she would get that Abilene, Abilene, like cream going. And then she had a cloth that she wiped it and then her Pond's cold cream. And then she had her clippies with her hairnet that she slept in. Mm -hmm. She also had the silk pillowcase. I mean, it was a, I mean, lotion from her elbows to her hands. I mean, it was a Listen, whole thing. My mama, my mama had a routine. And I mean, like, even when mama was having a hard time, it, it was so deeply ingrained in her. Mm -hmm. It was, it, it, it was a non-negotiable when she was diagnosed with dementia and, and, and I was staying with her in the hospital. Like when they, when they finally got her kind of to a place where she was feeling better. Mm -hmm. um, like here's what we did one night was that I washed her hair and, um, and held her magnifying mirror that would magnify anything up to That's about 25 nice. times its normal size. Mm -hmm. And she got that hair 
old and her sponge rollers and she got that face moisturized like Mm -hmm. she did not play when Uh -uh. it came to that kind of stuff nope nope you can't you can't you can't play around with it you get lazy on that stuff and then you will regret it so that's it some things are so deeply ingrained you may think that brian chalmers sings tokyo but you're gonna know (laughs) that your face still needs some moisture i am that is not gonna go away Mm -mm. Mm -mm. well Mm -hmm. i got that figured out yep so so you think you'll stick with the surgical tape yeah but maybe not the the headband no i think i may try the headband again at some point i just but saturday night was a weird night because i knew we had to get up early and drive to houston for soccer and i already had a lot going on and um and so um so it was kind of one of those, I was like, I really need a good night's sleep because we're going to Houston and back in a day and all that. So I was like, this is in the night to mess around with the headband situation. Okay. So what I know that has happened since we last talked on the podcast is that you watched QB1. Yes, I have. Not all of it, but I have started mm-hmm. watching it. So first of all, let mm-hmm. me say that because I had watched, I think, the first three episodes, I was thrilled to get to watch Florida and Georgia play on Saturday because I see Jake Mm -hmm. Fromm because now it's like he's a close personal friend, you know? Well, yes, we're all very close. We understand one another. Mm -hmm. We know his family. It's a whole deal. That's right. And I'm sure that Jake Fromm somewhere is thinking, I'm so glad that I have somebody who considers me a close personal friend who's older than my mom. But Whatever. I don't know Mm -hmm. that I'm older than his mom. We're probably around the same age. But anyway, I just, Mm -hmm. I like him so much. Like, I just, I think he's, he's just a, he seems like a good kid. He's got his head on straight. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for him that he's had the success he has had at Georgia. Um, I, Tavon has also grown on me. At first, I didn't really, I didn't, they didn't show as much of him. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like. Yeah. And he's quiet. Yeah, he is. It's harder to get to know his personality. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but I'm really cheering for him now, and I'm and I'm happy for him. Tate Martell is exactly what I believed him to be before I watched, and that has been confirmed for me. Which is he's a little, he's a little pleased. Here's what I hope. Himself. Here's what I hope for Tate Martell. I hope that he has grown as a person mm-hmm. since he got to Ohio State. I hope that he is maturing as a person yes. since he got to Ohio State. And I hope that some of what we saw on QB1 yes. was simply the result of some immaturity. Yes. Yes. Let's hope so. Let's. Hope. That would work out well for him if that is the case. Otherwise, mm-hmm. maybe not. But I think to me, it's that constant reminder of, and to me, I always pay attention because, I mean, because Caroline is an athlete, like I always think, let's not, we've got to make sure we're raising good people. Like the athletics is secondary to like, let's make sure we're raising like good, kind, mm-hmm. humble kids. Compassionate. Compassionate. Empathetic. Yes. Yes. Unselfish caring mm-hmm. humans, because that is so much more important than whether or not they're a great football player. 100%. Yes. So, um, because at some point football is going to end and then you're just left with whatever your personality is. And right. You know, and you hope there's some character there. That's when right. The football fades away. Cause as we all remember from the eighties classic, everybody's all American with Dennis Quaid and Jessica Lange. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. It can be really hard to recover from being the football hero if you have not built Mm -hmm. yourself into a mature, grounded person. 
I forgot all about that movie. Listen, I love that movie. I, it's funny because I looked it up and it's on Amazon Prime. And I thought one of these days, like with hunting season coming up, there's going to be a night that Perry Shankle is going to be gone. And I'm going to tell you, I got two things on my list that I want to watch. Everybody's all American because okay. I haven't really okay. watched it as a grown adult. Um, okay. And then um, Shadowlands with uh, Anthony Hopkins and Deborah Winger, which I saw years and years and years ago when it came out. But I think it came out in 93. And now I have since read Becoming Mrs. Lewis, which makes me want to watch the movie again. I totally get that. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a fine night well, I, whenever it happens. I've got it all planned out. I got big plans for myself. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I feel like we're coming into that season of time where Perry is going to be gone a lot to go hunting. So I feel like it's, it's, it's somewhere in my near future. When does hunting season start? Oh, um, it really started like two weeks ago. If you're talking about bow season, but it's been so hot, um, you know, it's been hot, but it's, you know, hunting season really never ends around here. It's a constant conversation, but it's just a matter of when he can actually go. But really like now that we're getting into November, we're like full blown, like kind of everything, all types of hunting is now open from now till like the end of January. Okay. Yeah. I have had to be careful around here because we have a lot of deer where we live. Okay. And are you talking about Yeah, you, you cut out for a minute, but now I can hear you. Oh, okay. I think, I think we got a delay. Oh, okay. But anyway, the deer are, you know, we have tons and tons around here. And of course, when it gets cool, they start to move. Yes. And I picked up Alex late one night last week from something. And on the way home, I was like, you've got to help me watch for deer because, you know, they yeah. will just, they will bound out in the middle of the road. They do not care no. about your car. Mm-mm. They do not care. So Mm -mm. anyway, because it's the rut. Did you know that they call that the rut? They're chasing. I did not know it's the rut. It's because when the weather cools off, all the bucks are chasing does. And so as typical with all human or all animal species, they, the males tend to lose their ever loving minds as they are in hot pursuit is chef, sheriff, beauty, justice, hot pursuit of a doe. And so Mm -hmm. that's, they'll chase them and they'll chase them for miles. Like you really have to watch out. Listen, this is the nerdiest. This is the worst. This is confirmation I've been married to. I'm so happy that you know this. Well, because this is what we talk about. But what happens, you have to be careful with your bucks because especially sometimes they'll run themselves and then they'll get in a fight and like a buck will kill another buck because they're already so weak because they don't even eat. All they do is chase does. That's all they do. And so they get really worn down. I know. All righty, everybody. Well, this was fun. It was fun. Fun little catch up. Yep. So we'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll check in with y'all when we can with with all our busy travels and such, and leaving our children to fend for themselves on their way to school. We'll check in when we can. <laughs> That's right. I'll probably check in with y'all at some point when I've left Alex here at the house. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. All righty, y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.